Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Grampy Stairs. Pastor, Reverend, happy birthday to you. Did you know it's your father-in-law's birthday today? Well, I heard that along the way. Thanks for the reminder. He's 94 years young today, Pastor. No way. Yes, sir. And I received a lovely envelope from him this morning. So, Pastor Stairs, thank you for that, by the way. But happy birthday to you. I uh, hope that it is a blessed day. And no, I see people in chat already saying happy birthday. And uh, just let you know that we love you and, uh, and think very highly of you and are so glad that you're a part of this family. And thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me into yours. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sherwood Online. I had to get that out first. Nothing, mm. nothing else mattered except getting that birthday wish out. I can now you, turn the, the stream you off. It, you got it right. Uh, I almost said it all over again, but welcome to uh, Sherwood Online, our online ministry for the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene here in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, the birthplace of Confederation, if you didn't know. Uh, very glad to see so many people online and uh, welcome to our home groups this morning that are meeting in different homes uh, all over the province. And uh, for those that are meeting in the sanctuary gathering, good morning. We're glad that you're here this morning. Look forward to seeing you in a little bit. Uh, I want to make a quick couple of notes uh, for the podcast before we get into it this morning, and that is uh, make sure that you like our Facebook page so that you get notified when we go live. If you're on YouTube, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel there. Just search up Sherwood Church of the Nazarene or Sherwood Online. And if you prefer just to listen to audio, you can listen to us on Spotify or we're on, you know, um, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, anywhere that podcasts are podcasted, we're there and you can subscribe and, and listen that way. So make sure that you also click the share button. If you're watching live right now on Facebook, uh, click share and you can share this post, that's this video that's happening right now on your Facebook stream. And that way your friends will see it. They don't have to watch it. It doesn't force them, but it gives your friends an opportunity to, to maybe hear the gospel in a way that they've not before. And who knows what the Lord could do? Cause we believe that the Holy spirit is at work right now in their lives. And maybe this was the little nudge that they needed. So click that share button and uh, and see what happens. And finally, if you have any prayer requests and would like to let us know, there's a few ways you can do that. You can let us know through the chat if you feel uh, if you feel open to that through Facebook chat, and we can pray immediately. Uh, if you would like, you can reach out to us through our website, uh, www.naspei.com, and from there you can contact us and let us know of your prayer requests. We do have a prayer line here where we we uh, mobilize the church in prayer, and so if there is something that you need prayer for, let us know. We would love to be able to uh, to pray for that. Pastor, um, we're going to get into an icebreaker this morning. But before I say that, good morning. How are you? Well, I've, uh, I'm doing well. Someone brought me a coffee. So uh, I'm all caffeined up, ready to go. Oh, okay. I think they brought you coffee too. They did. It wasn't Richard this it's morning. A great day. So folks, this morning, if you're looking for, no. your, for your McDonald's coffee, just turn, if, if you're in the sanctuary gathering, just turn to the back of the room and say hello to Kelsey. She's back at the computer. And if you'd like to get a coffee this morning, just put your hand up and you'll see Kelsey slip out and she'll take that. She sees that hand. She'll take that order. There you go, Kelsey. Uh, folks, awesome. we are going to get into our icebreaker this morning. And let me see, let me get my scenes all up. Here we go. Our icebreaker and our icebreaker this morning is what are two things you could not live without now besides basic needs? So for instance, if you say food and water, you failed the icebreaker. So two basic things, pastor, that you can't live without. Are you, are you ready for this? Uh, well, I am. I'm a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> Two things I could not live without, my wife and my cell phone. Okay. And I should explain myself. I was hoping you would. Yes. Um, 
I, I, I probably can't live without her because uh, I wouldn't know what to do or where to go <laughs> if I didn't have her. And then if I didn't have my cell phone, uh, nobody could get a hold of me to tell me where I need to be and what I need to do and what I need to pick up. And so I w- I'd be completely lost. I-, I wouldn't know what to do. So I'm going with those two things this morning. Uh, and I'm sticking to it. I don't blame you. I, I also would choose my wife as well. That's one that I cannot live without. Uh, well, wife and kids. I, I, does that count as one or is that multiple? Can that's I, one. That's, that's right. That's one. The other, I, I, um, I think I'd have to go with the, I, I thought cell phone too, not to just piggyback right on exactly what you said. Yeah. Although listening to yours, it was about your wife giving you directions and your phone giving you directions. Mm-hmm. So, so in the run of a day, if you're not around either of them, are you just spinning in circles wondering where to go, what to do? Yeah, not, not much is happening. <laughs> Uh, well, I would, I definitely am going to choose like my wife and kids cannot live without them. And I think the internet, I would, I, I can remember a time as most of us can here, a time before the internet and we were totally fine. Um, who knew, but now it just seems like, I don't know if I could, everything I do is on the internet now. And so without that, I, mm-hmm. I would be lost. I think, uh, seeing, let's see a computer. We got, uh, Marcus. Vardy coming in. He's saying his computer. He's also saying bed. Your wife is coming in saying that you gave the right answer. And and, uh, let's see here. Yeah, you did it. You passed. Kelsey in the sound booth today. She's saying yarn and books. I'm seeing Jesus and my husband. Uh, Your daughter is saying my hair straightener. And then she apologizes to you. And her day timer. Uh, let's see here. I could not be without God and my family and friends. Andrew Wigston. Welcome, Andrew. Nice to see you this morning, man. Andrew yeah. says the encyclopedia. And that's it. Uh, uh, Grampy Stairs right now, my walker. Georgina Vardy, my family and pets. We got husband and kids coming in. My husband and kids Seem to be a recurring one. And uh, I think, Pastor, that's that's about it. So why don't we move into our daily declaration, if you're ready. I think I'm ready. Just, just Sure. But Ooh, just before you do that, coffee. Talk about what we can't live without. Um, coffee. I was having a conversation with Pastor Grampy yesterday, and he was telling his great-granddaughter the days, uh, what the days were like before they had electricity. Ooh. He remembers uh, living without electricity. So wow. I would say electricity is right up there with necessity for sure. Yes. we Pastor, before we go into go our ahead. daily declaration, we may have an issue. Someone mentioned coffee. I completely forgot about coffee in terms of something I can't live without. I'm just not sure now which one I need to boot out of my first two. I'm not going to touch that this morning. Coffee comes in. Coffee comes in in a three. We're seeing our internet connection is unstable. Uh oh, that's yes. not that's not good. Well, it, things look okay on my end right now. So why don't we go into our daily declaration? And that says, today I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to Him by engaging in His Word, listening to His voice, obeying His commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for His glory. Pastor Dave, take it away. All right. Thank you, Pastor Bradley. And again, a good morning and a happy Thanksgiving to all who are watching today. Uh, You have already been welcomed, and I just want to add uh, my welcome to that. Uh, Particularly those who are watching in Ontario today, uh, would you just send a a, a hello from wherever you are in Ontario? Uh, Let us know that you're tuned in. Uh, We'll be praying for you today and would just love to uh, uh, stay connected with you. The second highest uh, province in terms of those who watch the podcast regularly uh, come from Ontario. About 12 to 15% of all all the people who uh, watch this podcast actually are from Ontario. So I wanna say welcome to family and friends uh, from that great part of the country. 
Again, today is uh, Thanksgiving Sunday, and we want to begin with a call to worship. Let's hear the word of the Lord this morning. Grace and peace to you from God our Father, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing that comes from heaven, who knew you and choose you, chose you before the world began, who loves you so much that he calls you his own children, who has brought you from darkness into light and filled you with his glorious power, who has prepared an inheritance for you that will never spoil or fade, who encourages and strengthens you in every good deed and word, who comforts you in your troubles so that you can comfort others. This is our God, the ultimate source of all things, the one for whom we live. And so this morning, let's worship God together and give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. God bless you as we uh, move forward in our podcast today and our time in his presence. One of the uh, things uh, was mentioned earlier, we probably couldn't live too well without, that's our children. And I know that uh, many of you commented on that this morning. So I think it's really appropriate that we check in with uh, some of our kids today and see how they're doing on this Thanksgiving Sunday. Let's do it. Contestants ready to play. Marion. Howdy, partner. My name's Abby. Good day, mate. My name's Harmony. Goodbye, matey. My name's Jason. Question number one. How many feathers does a full-grown turkey have? A. A million. B. Too many to count. C. Five thousand. Number four, what is a male turkey called? A, a Larry, B, a Chuck, or C, a Tom? Turkey's made of gobble gobble sound, or else I wouldn't be taught the things I have. A. 
would you like to give the viewers who are watching today? Happy Thanksgiving! Thank you for watching this channel. <laughs> it's not really a channel, but okay, Berta, have a good night. Um, I would like to say, think what you're thankful for. Dig it out from that beautiful heart of yours and just say, I'm thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Um, that you have a very, 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 very good Thanksgiving and have a great day. Give thanks for give. <laughs> give thanks with a grateful heart. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving from Betty and Bertha. I'm trying. I've Rianne sent me pictures from the sanctuary. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's see if I can get them loaded up during the next song. You go, Pastor. Happy Thanksgiving from all the kids, kids from the kids of Kids um, Ablaze. Aren't those some of the most adorable children you've ever seen? Some of them definitely were. I'm a little I, every time. Every time I watch that, I get a little bit more concerned for my own children. Frankly, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Thank you, kids. Yes, absolutely. Well, Pastor, uh, should we uh, should we have a worship song from Pastor Rianne? That'd be awesome. Let's I, do it. Let's do it. I think so.
come out of this song. Can I um, take the lead for a second? I've got those pictures. Thank you, Pastor Rianne, for that, for that lovely song. And what else can we say today but thank you, Lord, for, for your sacrifice. Uh, folks, we know that we've, we've made mention of it, that there's a sanctuary gathering that, that takes place and to get registered online and all that. And, and one of the reasons that you're going to want to do that is you're going to start seeing more and more different live elements incorporated in the sanctuary that we just can't do in this space. And so I want to show you kind of what's going on right now. Pastor Rianne sent me a few pictures uh, from the sanctuary. And so let me see if, I can, if we can pull this off. Um, we've got painters, Pastor. Did you know there's painters in the sanctuary right now? I heard that. Uh, let's see here. We got it? Yeah. So we've got uh, a few people in the sanctuary. But Pastor Dave doesn't get to see these pictures, um, but you that's watching right now can. And so we've got a few people that are, that are uh, worshiping through painting, which I think is really cool. It's something I'm not good at at all, Pastor. Can you paint? Um. Give me uh, a good brush and an outdoor wall, and I can paint. Yeah, for me, yeah, it, I painted the shed, so that's about it. Well, there you go. Anyway, I just wanted to to uh, to show those pictures off for those um, that are watching. You can see what's kind of happening in our sanctuary this morning. So, Pastor, let me turn things back over to you. Please take control. <laughs> All right. Thank you for. Uh, for doing that just uh, right on the fly, so to speak. Uh, again, uh, just a reminder, and we all know that today is Thanksgiving Sunday. And in the Church of the Nazarene on this Sunday here in Canada, uh, all the churches of the Nazarene will be taking their annual Thanksgiving offering. Mm -hmm. The Church of the Nazarene is represented in over 160 countries of the world. And from its founding days and its founding vision, it considered itself and still is a great commission church. Jesus said to take the gospel into all the world. And we take that very seriously and have invested uh, many and major resources over a long period of time. And so uh, as you're giving today, I'm going to ask you to make a special gift uh, entitled just Thanksgiving Offering. And whether you're at home, you can do that online or in the sanctuary, fill out an envelope, uh, mark on the envelope, or as you send your gift in, Thanksgiving Offering. Uh, we have done this uh, for years and years and years. And even in the midst of all the changes and COVID-19, the mission of God does not change. And so we want to uh, partner with uh, our brothers and sisters across Canada today in particular uh, on this Thanksgiving Sunday. And one of the ways we can be thankful is certainly to give. Mm -hmm. So I just believe that everyone can do something. Let's uh, work together uh, for this investment in the work of God. We're gonna just uh, see a little uh, video entitled When We Give and why and how that matters. Let's play it together. Nazarene Missions is a movement of God through the people of God. This movement is funded through the generous, sacrificial giving of people and churches throughout the world. World Evangelism Giving is the foundation for discovering, developing, and resourcing our missions organization and has enabled the Church of the Nazarene to spread the good news of Jesus Christ to unreached people and places. It is the cornerstone of our denomination's missional funding, with the largest portion of giving going to missions work in the Nazarene regions. These funds enable the regions to effectively implement church planting and discipleship strategies through local churches and ministries. Every church and individual in our denomination participates with their financial contributions to world evangelism, binding us together with a unified purpose and vision. 
Because of your giving, The Church of the Nazarene is able to develop and sustain worldwide communication, technology support, and new mission programs. All Nazarene missionaries, regardless of deployment status, benefit from the mission's foundation created by World Evangelism Giving. Each missionary receives support, such as funding, insurance, and missionary care. Nazarene Missions International, Nazarene Youth International, Work and Witness, Global Missions, and many other ministries are supported by World Evangelism Giving. Independently funded ministries like Nazarene Compassionate Ministries, Jesus Film Harvest Partners, and World Mission Broadcast also benefit from the infrastructure it sustains. Through your giving, new churches worldwide are able to make an impact in their community. Those funds also train and equip pastors and church leaders in these churches. Pastors like Rafi, who fulfilled his call to ministry after escaping war-torn Syria. Today, Rafi and his mother Lena have started two Arabic-speaking churches in Poland. Your giving funds clergy development and ordination in the Church of the Nazarene and makes holiness education available worldwide through Nazarene institutions of higher education. Your giving provides resources and literature in more than 90 languages to churches all over the world. This includes resources for pastors and Bible-based teaching materials for children, youth, and adults. Because of your giving, schools like the Armstrong Primary School in Cote d'Ivoire are impacting their community. School children are being taught Christian values and the students and their families are being reached for the Lord. In Mark 12, we see the beautiful example of a widow giving abundantly. Jesus calls his disciples and points her out as the one who gave the most, because she gave all. Our focus is not on how much we give. We give because we believe in a missional God who is at work through our Nazarene missionaries, reaching places and people we can't even imagine. We believe in a God who moves, and that belief, deeply seated in our hearts, moves us to give. We are a global church, a generous church, participating in the transformational love of Jesus Christ in our local communities. Together, through our world evangelism giving, we share Christ's love with the world. Right. Again, I want to say thank you for your gift today and your investment in the kingdom. We are part of a global church, mm -hmm. and each of us has a role to play. <coughs> I just want to remind you that in a few moments, when we are done our engagement with God's Word today, we're going to have communion. Mm. And should you not be prepared for communion at home, uh, would you just take a quick moment perhaps to gather up some juice and bread. Uh, those in the sanctuary uh, will be released early from the podcast to participate in communion uh, here at the church. So I just want to remind you of that. And as you uh, open your Bibles this morning, get your journal out, maybe just a quick refill on your coffee, wherever you might be. And let's listen to God together in his word. Going to read this morning from Psalm 107. Psalm 107. And so uh, turn in your Bibles uh, with me. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version of the Bible. The uh, verses will also come up on the screen for you so that you can follow along and hear the Word of God today. Psalm 107, beginning at verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands, from east and west and north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. And then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and for his wonderful deeds for mankind. 
for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled and there was no one to help. And then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron. Some become fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. And then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word, and he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. And reading to the end of verse 22. The... Uh, the tool that we, we are using uh, again today and have for, for many uh, Sundays now on the podcast is something called SMORP. And it's an acronym for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And somehow, if we get these things in, a, in alignment, we'll look a, whole mo- a lot more like Jesus mm-hmm. and a whole lot less than the wor- or like the world. And so it is a it is a, a tool that we use on a daily basis uh, in our own devotional life, but also one that helps us in this context as well. So we're going to start with the scripture, of course, Psalm 107. And the question is, what words or phrases or observations stand out to you in this passage? And, and I want to just say to you this morning, if you're watching, you have a tablet or phone, feel free to contribute to yes, the, the conversation as well. So, uh, Pastor Bradley, you get to go first this morning. Wow. Uh, the phrase that jumped out at me was, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And uh, there's obviously more to unpack, but, but what I also saw in, in this that jumped out at me was this idea of lostness, foundness, and thanksgiving that comes from that. And there's a lot more to this. This passage is rich, um, rich, 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 rich. I don't want to get into the message part, but but I, what I see is there's a, a big contrast taking place from being lost and being hungry and being thirsty and being filled and being found and being saved, um, which then brings me to let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And, and today, if you're in Christ, you have a story to tell. Anyway, I, I don't want to get too preachy, so hold on. You, what? Uh, you, you stole my thunder this morning. Yes! That was the, uh, Folks, we've been waiting for this moment. Just, yes. We've been waiting. Uh, I'm going I'm to add to that. In verse 22, it says, Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. There we so go. So there, there's, um, there's a message to be communicated. Yep. And a life to be lived. And... You said it so well. Um, so uh, if you see something in here that just really uh, speaks to your heart, uh, certainly mm. uh, share that with us today. So as a part of the observation here, the next question is, what does this tell me about the nature and the work of God? And this is one of the richest passages on God's work and God's nature that you will find probably anywhere in Scripture. Hmm. So, um, Pastor Bradley, no, no, do you want to no, please take a run or please you? I, I got a list here. Go, go. I, I have a list. We have a God who is good, mm. a God who provides, a God whose love endures forever, a God who delivers, saves, and restores, a God who leads, a God who allows us to experience the consequences of our choices. God is a God who heals, and he is a God who listens to the cries of his people. Wow. Amen. 
You want to add to that? I mean, you you said it so well. I mean, he 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 brings the people back. He redeems people. He restores people. There's like you said. There's just so much in this scripture. Some set in darkness, and he's the light. You know, like you can just go on and go on. The Most High. Anyway, it it's rich, and uh, the good news. The good news here, and here's here's something that that often we don't see in a context of thanksgiving. And that is that God allows us to deal with the consequences of our choices. Yep. And that's not a judgment on us. That's because he loves us. And even if our choices reap consequences that leave us in darkness, there is a God who also restores us if we cry out to him. Mm-hmm. Wow. So is there a scripture in here that we could begin to memorize? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be really bold here and suggest two verses that are identical. So when someone says you're memorizing a scripture this week, I say, oh, I'm, I'm memorizing two. Wow. And that'll be a real, uh, real bonus. Verses 15 and 21. Let the give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Mm. And if you're listening this morning or in the sanctuary, uh, say it with me again. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. And so on this Thanksgiving Sunday, I am not sure we can improve on that. Mm. So let's uh, hide that word uh, deep in our hearts as we uh, listen to his voice and to his heart today. The next part, of course, is the message. What, what's God saying uh, here to all of us? But ask the Lord what he wants to say to you, mm-hmm. as I'm asking the Lord what he wants to say to me. Is there a word of correction, word of guidance, encouragement, uh, wisdom, or promise? And maybe you even have a question for God. This is a great time to write that down because you're not sure and you just, you're just going to put that out there uh, before the Lord. Well, I, I hear in this passage, as I'm listening to these verses, I'm hearing a message of hope. And Pastor Bradley alluded to that just a, a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that no matter uh, how far I try to run away from God or resist him or somehow ignore him, He will, he will, when I cry out for help, he will answer, he will hear me. And and the other thing is that the basis of my relationship with God is to be driven by gratitude. Hmm. Uh, The whole passage just says, give thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. And and that, that posture of gratitude that, that sense of, of my own dependence on God uh, is one that just is so clear and keeps emerging in this passage. And, and the truth of the matter is that, that so quickly we become ungrateful. Yep. And the minute we do, we, uh, we stumble and fall. And so I'm hearing that in here, but no matter where you might be this morning, there always is a message of hope. You know, I've had a few people say to me over the years, you know, I think I've, I've just gone too far for God to help me. Absolutely not. And this passage says something quite different. I'm going with the word this morning. And you and I are on the same page, Pastor, because that, and I, I said at the very beginning, that's what I see here is this hope. You know, some some wandered in desert wastelands, and they were hungry, and they were thirsty, and and some sat in darkness, prisoners in chains, and some, um, what were they? Some became fools through their rebellious ways to the point where they loathed food, and that brought them to the point of death. I mean, how foolish do you need to be to loathe food? We all, you know, and and yet. All of us could look at this and go, I've been there. I, I know what that's like. And, and yet we have a God that, that when we cry out, he hears us. He hears our cry and, and he, 
He satisfies the hungry and thirsty. He breaks the chains, you know, and, and all he's waiting for is for us to cry out to him honestly. Like that, to me, that stood out so much as the message here is that he is, he's there and we're going through these things and all we've got to do is, is bring it to him and say, Lord, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, Lord, I need you. And, and he is just ready to rip the chains off and break the bars and, and bring us out. Uh, and he saved them from their distress. And so then again, the message for me this morning is this, is to let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And it's not about me. The story that we tell is about him. Because left to my own devices, I'm foolish, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm in chains, I'm broken. But because of the Lord, I have been saved from my distress. And all I can say is thank you. Powerful word this morning. Powerful word. How, how do we respond? Um, that was good. So we'll just <laughs> pick up life and keep going. But there's a place of obedience here. And what's, what's the next right thing God wants me to do here? How, how does God want me to respond mm-hmm. to what he is saying and what he's doing here in this particular passage? And as I, I reflected on this, um, I, I, I jotted down this thought. Uh, David, live out God's story in your life with faithfulness. Mm. Because my life is a story. I, I'm not just taking up space. I'm not just uh, another person who's arbitrarily created for some unknown reason or purpose. I was created and redeemed to tell God's story and live that out in my world. Amen. And so, so the, the consciousness of that is clear to me today. And asking the Lord for his strength and power to continue to live out his story in in a faithfulness, his story of redemption, his story of healing, and his story of hope. Hmm. Pastor Bradley. You know, it, it comes right advert I, I agree with everything you just said and and I would echo that. Um, verse 22, let them sacrifice thank offerings and to tell of his works with songs of joy. Music for me is is such a very personal place uh, that the Lord and you know, the Lord and I have a special place. If I'm, I'm not explaining it well, but I connect with him through music in a way that I don't through other ways. And to be able to say thank you to him through that to me is, is a way of obedience and living that out and, and uh, just living that life of gratitude. So there, he's put a song in my heart and I, I want to bless him with it, if that makes sense. That, that is a wonderful illustration of, um, of your response to God. Beautiful. And I love to sing too, but I may have to wait uh, t- for the new creation before <laughs> it all gets on to it. But that's another story. No. And uh, I give thanks to the Lord every chance I get. Make a joyful noise, part right? part of uh, SMORP, of course, is a, a place of realignment, a place of adjusting the sails. It's a place of acknowledging our need of him in every area of our life. And what is the Lord showing me in this today so that I can turn away from, from self mm-hmm really, and, and uh, from independence of God to dependence upon him. And, and one of the things the Lord said to me, and as I, as I reflected on this passage, you know, I confess that I've not always lived in that place of gratitude as the Lord would have wanted me to. And, and when I said earlier, when, when we're not in a place of gratitude, it's so easy to slip into self-assurance, self-reliance, and independence from God, which yep. in this passage leads to the pathway of rebellion. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a strong word. That's a strong word. And, and the Lord just spoke that into my heart, and I shared that with you this morning because so quickly we can, we can, 
focus on the circumstances, on, on what we see only with our natural eye and, and uh, start to believe less than what God has said and established. And so I'm asking the Lord for that realignment there in my own heart today. And uh, whatever it is for you who are watching this morning, uh, open your heart uh, to him at that point. For me, Pastor, it is the same. It is ungratefulness and an unrecognition of what the Lord has done in my life, even in the day-to-day. When I have opportunity to pray with my children at night, I make sure that one of the parts of our prayer is that we thank God for all the good things he's given us in the day. Because I, I want my kids to recognize his hand in their life just every day, you know, and but it's so easy. It's that that's great when it's me and the kids. But what about when it's just me and the Lord? Am I is the day just kind of coming and going? And I, every day that I have is a gift, and I need to say thank you every day and have a heart of gratitude for Him. And I would confess that there have been days that you, I get up and I go about my day and I go to bed and you know never engaged in Him engaged in that thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Even even when things are hard or and the days are hard, he is there, right? I, I couldn't do it myself anyway. I would confess that. The last part of uh, this tool, of course, is prayer. And it says, spend some time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. And, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed at the integrated model here of, of, of discipleship and of engaging in Christ-likeness that this, this, this resource brings out. And, and because of our tendency to, to move into that place of uh, ingratitude, uh, when we do this, it always brings us back into alignment. Mm-hmm. And this morning, I just want to say this, and uh, then we're going to move forward. I am thankful this morning that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Amen. So you have much to be thankful for today. I have much to be thankful for. Let's express that. Uh, Say it out to the Lord. Sing it out to the Lord. Write it down. The Lord is good, and his love endures forever. God bless you this morning as you've taken some time with us to engage in in the word and to listen to the, the voice of the Spirit who brings revelation and understanding to the ways of God. At this point in the podcast, uh, we're going to release the sanctuary uh, um, congregation this morning. Pastor Nadine will be leading you in a time of communion. Pastor Rianne will be leading you in live worship this morning. And those who are at home, uh, we're going to continue on the podcast and have communion In just a moment, let's hear a beautiful song from Pastor Rianne, How Deep the Father's Love.
over the last number of months, of course, we've had to make many, many adjustments in terms of congregational life and ministry and mission. One of the challenges and opportunities, of course, has been uh, the sacraments and in particular, uh, the Lord's Supper. Uh, we've been able to do this virtually in, uh, in several ways over the last uh, number of months. And today is a, a bit of a shift, uh, particularly for those that are gathered here at the church. But for those who are watching online this morning, uh, again, invite you to participate mm -hmm. where you are, as you are, and invite the Lord's presence into your life, into your living room, into your family, into the things that are close to you. And when you call to the Lord, he will answer. And it is good news today that the Lord ordained this holy sacrament. He commanded his disciples to partake of the bread and wine, emblems of his broken body and his shed blood. This is his table. The feast is for his disciples. The invitation is for all those who have with true repentance forsaken their sins and have believed in Christ unto salvation to draw near and take these emblems and by faith participate in the life of Jesus Christ to your soul's comfort and joy. Let us also remember that this is a memorial of the death and the passion of our Lord, but it's also a sign and a reminder of his coming again. It is a sacrament of hope. But let us not forget that we're one at one table with the Lord. In particular, our Wesleyan heritage affirms that a sacrament is an outward sign of an inward grace and the means whereby we receive the same. The means of grace are outward signs or words or actions ordained of God and appointed to this end to be the ordinary channels whereby he may convey to man preventing, justifying, or sanctifying grace. The Lord's Supper is the means by which grace comes to us in tangible ways and in ways that we can receive. And so when we receive the sacrament, we remember that God is the one who is acting. It's not just something we do to simply remember but rather to say, I believe that God is at work leading me to grace that brings me to holiness and provides strength for my needs in the week that is before me. We're reminded in the same night that our Lord was betrayed, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So it is the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for you, that will preserve you blameless unto everlasting life. Take and eat this in remembrance that Christ died for you. Let's eat together. And the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for you, preserve you blameless unto everlasting life, Take and drink this in remembrance that Christ's blood was shed for you and be thankful. Let's drink together. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Mm. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you for spending time with us this morning.
For those who are in close relationship with Christ today, keep walking forward in faith and obedience. If you're listening today and you're searching for spiritual truth and understanding, keep seeking and keep searching. Christ is closer than you really know. I encounter people every day who are fearful and filled with anxiety. And I offer you the peace of Christ today. Mm-hmm. His promise is that he will never leave you or forsake you. Maybe today you've become distant in your walk with the Lord. I will invite you to come home. He's waiting for you with open arms. And perhaps today you're watching, you've, you've just tuned in, and maybe this is your first time ever to listen to this podcast I want you to know that Christ knows your name and there's no better time than right now to open your heart to him, invite him to be your Lord and savior, bring you to the place where you give thanks to the Lord for you know that his love endures forever. Call to him and he will hear you and he will save you. Pastor Bradley. Yes, sir. uh, We've come to pretty much the close of the podcast this morning. Uh, You will help us to exit gracefully, as you always do. I will do my best. Thank you, Pastor, and thank you to those that have been watching along with us this morning. And I do want to make mention quickly that uh, if, if you're looking to attend our sanctuary gathering, the link for October 18th, I believe that's the right date. October 18th is live now, and you can sign up for that. And if you have kids that will be coming, uh, you need to sign up, uh, sign them up for the Kids Ablaze part. You'll see all of that when you go to www.naspei.com. And from there, look at the sanctuary sign up at the very top of the webpage, and, and you can do it all there. Don't forget that there is a separate sign up as well through the Kids Ablaze, uh, and you can find that through our, our website as well. So two signups for Kids Ablaze, one for the sanctuary. You're going to want to make sure that you do that. Make sure that you subscribe and like on the Facebook page, on YouTube, and find us out uh, for all the podcast audio that you'd like as well. I believe that's everything that I need to say. And so, folks, until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy.